And the scripture today comes from Matthew chapter 11, verses 2 to 5. Now when John heard in prison about the deeds of the Christ, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? And Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and you see. The blind receive sight, and the lame walk. Lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, and the dead are raised up, and the poor have good news preached to them. And may the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his word. There were people without name, women in Korea until 19th century. Even they had a name. They were called as the daughter of someone. When they get married, they're called by the place they were from or someone's mom. Because the idea of predominance of men over women in Korea. Especially the lower class women, majority of Korean women back in the days, they weren't treated as a people. No freedom, no education, no rights whatsoever. So the women in Korea lived as the nameless and hopeless. But there were people who gave name to them and became the light and hope for those nameless. There were the women missionaries of God. And they came and they led Korean women to know their precious daughters of God, Heavenly Father who created them with the meaning and purpose. Today I would like to share with you the name for the nameless. Her name is Rosetta Sherwood Hall, who was born on September 19, same birthday, <laughs> 1865 in Liberty, New York. She grew up in a Methodist family. And she wanted to become a teacher, like high school teacher. But one day, she, a preacher came to her church. And she listened to the lecture. She said, this guest speaker said, the great need of women medical doctor for India because in India, women couldn't be examined by male doctors for their culture. So Rosetta decided to become a doctor, medical doctor for a medical missionary to India. So she came to Philadelphia to study at the Women's Medical College of Pennsylvania now it became Drexel University. And she graduated and became a doctor. 
But there was no opening for her in India. I mean, like even today, it was lots of money. So to send a missionary to India, uh, the, the missionaries, uh, the agency has to raise money, the whole one entire year's living expense and, you know, fare, you know. So there was no opening for her. So she went to the slum of lower Manhattan, New York. And she treated poor people there. And she met her future husband, William James Hall, a medical doctor from Canada. And he wanted to marry Rosetta. But Rosetta refused because she wanted to be a missionary. For women in those days, getting married means the end of their career. So in 1890, the Women's Foreign Missionary Society of Methodist, Methodist Episcopal Church assigned Rosetta to Korea. And she accepted, she went to Korea by herself. Of course, the William was in falling love, fell in love with her, so he um, volunteered. She um, signed, signed off for you know, going to Korea. So eventually, the following year, William also went to Korea. And they got married in Korea. And they had uh, their first son, first child was born the following year. Let me explain to you why so many American women in the 19th century became missionaries and went to all of the world, not even India, not even Korea, but they went everywhere, Africa, everywhere, women missionaries of our country. Because women start having education. But there was... No opportunities for women in career because there was and still is discrimination against women in this country. So, like Rosetta and many other women missionaries, they were inspired by Mary Lyon who was the pioneer of education for women in America. And she said something like this. Wherever you choose your fields of labor, go where nobody else is willing to go and do whatever nobody is willing to do. So many women inspired by her Marilyn also built women's college and women's medical school and all seminaries. So at the age of 25, Rosetta came to Korea by herself. And right before she arrived to the port, 
she wrote in her diary, How glad I am this bright morning. We are soon to be at Chemopo, the port of Seoul. And ere the night comes down, I trust my long, long journey by land and by sea will have been finished. And I will be upon my field of labor in this land of morning calm. I do feel the, the, that the eye of the Lord is upon me, that he has guided me all the way, that he has chosen my work for me, and that all weary thought and care resigning, he will help me to do and to bear. So why should I not be happy? I guess she was not fearless, but she was faithful. She was faithful. Her first assignment was treating Korean women at a women's hospital. That, was, that is the hospital. Named the Caring for and Saving Women's Hospital. It was the first women's hospital founded by Mary Scranton, Another Methodist uh, missionary to Korea, she founded women's school. And she also felt the need of women's hospital, so she founded the women's hospital. So she asking for uh, women um, uh, medical doctor. So she worked that hospital. While Rosetta treated women in Seoul, her husband, William, had to go to North. By the way, Korea was one country uh, until 1948. So he had to go to North, Pyongyang, because there was war between China and Japan. So in 1894, there were so many wounded people the civilians, wounded people in, in North Korea. So he volunteered. But he went to North Korea before. But then North, the, the Korean people in North were more, much more hostile to Westerners, uh, missionaries. So uh, nobody wants to go. But William Hall... Dr. William Hall, volunteer, and I will go. So he had to treat Korean people all day long, day after day, without rest. And he contracted typhus fever from his patients, and he died in November of 1894. Leaving Rosetta, with their son Sherwood, and then two months later, their daughter Edith was born. Her tragedy didn't stop. On 1898, her three-year-old daughter, Edith Margaret, died from dysentery. 
one out of two Korean babies die in Korea in those days before antibiotic. No exception, no exception for missionaries' children. As you saw the first screen, over 1,000 female women missionaries went to Korea during that time. So how many missionary children died? In her diary, she wrote to Edith, the deceased daughter. She wrote, Mama can, cannot help longing for a happier experience And she has tried to lay her Isaac on the altar and to let God do with her the best he can. And even where she may not have succeeded in this, it seems as if God himself has taken her most precious things. And she has tried to learn the lessons he would have her and not be revelous. Her little daughter returned to God, who sent her there. Nevertheless, her unbearable pain of grief, Rosetta didn't stop her medical mission in Korea. She served in Korea 43 years. She founded hospitals wherever they needed. In the beginning, she was the only doctor in Korea for women, so she had to treat every possible disease and symptoms. But in the beginning, Korean people didn't trust her. Nobody came to her hospital. But one incident changed everything. One day, a mother brought her little girl to the hospital, and her hand was severely burned. So the little girl needed skin graft from her arm, but her mother didn't understand all that. So her mother refused the surgery, She tried to go home without having surgery. So Rosetta took her skin from her arm and finished the surgery. So after that, she was renowned for the, that treatment, and Koreans begin to began to trust her, and her hospital was overflowed. She treated 2,000 359 patients in her first 10 months. I mean, today's doctors should listen to this. 2,359 patients. And over 6,000 prescriptions, she wrote. And 82 house calls. So she went to many houses to house. For desperate and helpless Koreans, Rosetta was amazing grace from God. And many, of course, many, many Koreans became Christians 
because she's literally saved their life. And her other major works were founding schools for the blind and deaf. And she was the one introduced Braille for the blind for the first time. And many Asian countries modeled the Korean uh, Braille. Because she wrote in her diary, Far away in hidden lands, one of the trials of the Christian missionary is to realize his limitations in meeting and relieving not only the spiritual, mental, and moral dearth, but the physical defects and distress that press and depress upon every side. The condition of the blind and of deaf mutes of Korea is truly pitiable. The latter are considered imbeciles, while the former are never taught anything useful but become fortune-tellers or vile sorcerers if their parents are well enough to do to have them thus trained. Otherwise, they are often neglected. There are several thousand deaf-mutes in Korea for whom the mysteries of life are fought with the animal instincts only. They have souls, but do not know it. They live in a perpetual silence which the voice of no regular evangelist can ever penetrate. Rosetta also founded medical schools in Korea. And she trained the Korean women to become doctors and nurses. And Rosetta brought one of her students named Esther Park to U.S. And she studied in the medical school in Baltimore and she became medical doctor in 1900. And Rosetta also opened the children's hospitals and named after her daughter, Edith Margaret. Her legacy didn't Her legacy continued by her son, Sherwood Hall. He became a medical doctor and returned to Korea with his wife, who was a medical doctor as well. And they dedicated to, especially for the tuberculosis uh, patients in Korea, because the Esther Park, the doctor Esther Park, she died with the tuberculosis at the, at the age of 34. He was, she was the nanny for uh, Sherwood. So he decided to fight with this disease, tuberculosis. So he came to Korea and he introduced Christmas seal. Do you guys know Christmas seal? It's a fundraising for, you know, uh, funding for tuberculosis. So he, 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 he made that. That was the first seal, uh, Christmas seal for Korea. One out of five Koreans were infected by tuberculosis. Many of them died. 
So he also founded uh, the hospital for tuberculosis uh, patients. But in 1940, Japanese government expelled Dr. Sherwood uh, for espionage, but it just, you know, uh, just uh, reason, just fake reason to uh, uh, take him out uh, from the country. Then uh, Dr. Sherwood and his wife Marianne went to India uh, and served a medical mission in India until they died. The entire whole family was buried in a cemetery in Seoul, Korea. There are over 500 foreign missionaries to Korea. They're buried there. Happened to be, it's by the cliff over the river. That location was where the thousands of thousands of Catholics were beheaded, executed, and they built a seminary for missionaries. These missionaries came to Korea because they believed in God, believed in the gospel, and they loved the Lord Jesus Christ, and they loved Koreans until they died, and they wanted to be buried in Korea. First church. What are we doing as a church? What do you want to do as a church? One day, John the Baptist was arrested in prison. And he was kind of stressed out because he believed this man from Nazareth was the Messiah. They were waiting for the Messiah to change the nation, change the regime who just be royal to Roman Empire and exploit uh, their own people, the Harris family. But then John, all that John the Baptist here heard from people or what this Messiah, Jesus Christ, was doing is hanging out with the sinners, unclean people, and feeding the hungry, healing the sick. But nothing about changing the nation by repentance. Are you sure what we're doing? Are we here to change our nation, change the world? How we do that? How 
Uh, how do we do that, change the world, if we, we want to change the world? We are not changing the world. We are changing people. People in the world, one person at a time. We know how hard changing people. But Jesus made it clear what church's mission is about. We have the blind. We are blind sometimes. We know the blind out there. People who cannot see Jesus, his way, the truth, and life, they don't see that. And we have the lame. People who cannot stand up and walk because they were they are still under the gravity of sin. And we have lepers. who believe they are unclean because the society acknowledged them, judged them as unclean. So they believe they are unclean. And we have the deaf and muted Because they cannot listen to God or listen, you know, talk to God. Because all they do is just listen to themselves, talk to other people. And we have the dead in spirit. They just simply don't know the love of God. They simply don't know what happened to us when Jesus died on the cross. And we have the poor, so many poor, because no one preached the good news to them. No one knows how wealthy we are, how rich we are. We preach them, somehow they, don't, they are not convinced. They don't get it. So we have so many poor. You know, there's a song, hymn called Are We Able? In the first service, we sang the song, Are We Able? Ultimately, the Lord was asking us, Are you you able? To be crucified with me. I mean, nobody wants to crucify. Nobody needs to crucify. How can we crucify with the Lord? Simply by loving others more than myself. That's all we need to change the world, the people of the world. Are we able? 
Are we able 